This was rad. It's wholly rad. Way rad. Fully rad. To say that was gnarly. <laughs> and we are back. This is this is this was rad podcast. The podcast where two guys come at you. We talk about movies from our childhood, very specifically. Movies from our childhood, which is 1980 through 1990. We it love is suggestions. It's an arbitrary set of numbers. It is. But that's what we went with. Yes. I mean, if if we wanted to be specific, the real movies that shaped us, it, it would be like movies between 1985 and like 1998. <laughs> like That's like, but there's no good... No, there's no good there thing for that. No, you know, rad no. is clearly 80s. We just we stick with the 80s. Yeah, yeah. I I think, but see, that's the point. If we went with 85, we missed Neverending Story in 84. It's I, like, and I I agree completely. It's right there. It's, look, it's a gimmick. <laughs> yes, it's, it's it a, is. Look, we get it. It's a gimmick. It's weird. <laughs> Self-imposed rules are 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 weird, man. But that's that's just it. We, we stick to those guns no matter what. Yeah. Right. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. We should introduce ourselves as always. And uh, this week we are doing, uh, we're riding the horror train right through October. Uh, we, of course, did the third installment of uh, Friday the 13th, part three dash D uh, last week. So, of course, that means that we keep on the anthology bus. And uh, I'm going to use a lot of auto references today um, automobile references, uh, planes, trains, uh, buses. Um, I, may, I may get specific on car parts. Um, oh, okay. I'm glad one of us knows these, because... Well, I'm going to say things like tie rod. Not like parts that anybody actually knows what they do, just just funny parts. Um, okay. Well, hey, that is that is so, fair. So, uh, the, the spring leaf of horror movies, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to do Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, which has an actual title, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. So last week we talked about wh- who was your guy? Was it Freddy or Jason uh, in the eighties? You know, I was a Jason guy. Greg, you were a Freddy guy. Uh, so why don't I start it off with you? Uh, what was rad about this movie, and what do you remember? Well, this this movie I remember. It's important to note before I even get into this is I'm gonna guess you're the same way as me. You did not watch these films in any kind of order. You probably caught a random one. And then another random one. And then maybe eventually you saw the first one. Because uh, I know for me, I think the first one I might have seen might have been this one. It also might have been the fifth one, which is a real, just, <laughs> just a real turkey of a movie, yeah, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so anyway, what do I remember about this? Well, the, the thing that I always remember about this movie is that it, it much like the Highlander series, it basically went... We've got a great movie. Oh, did we screw up with that second movie? You know what? Let's just pretend that never happened and let's <laughs> yes. make a third movie. Yes. And that's what this one did. And it and it's yes. it's a great idea. And what I remember about this movie is this is where this is where it became less of a everyone is in mortal danger of Freddy and Freddy's killing people. This marked the point where the kids could fight back. And I, I mean, I know in the first movie they kind of fought back, but like in their dreams, they could use dream logic to their advantage. That's yes. what I always remember about this movie, where they were like, oh, in my dreams, you know, sometimes I can fly or I can do this or I can do that. Well, that means I can do that when I'm fighting Freddy Krueger. I can use the 
like the dream abilities type thing. Yep. That's what I remember. Yep. Um, I remember every death in this movie because they are not that bad. Uh, I guess particularly when his fingers become um, uh, hypodermic needles and mm. he, in he injects what's her face. I'm not going to remember anybody's name. girl, yeah. yeah. A drug. I mean, yeah. it could literally be anything. Who knows? Yeah. But. I, I've, I, I've got trivia on that. Oh, boy. Would you like to hear it? Well, no, let's... Let's let's see what you thought. Remember, was rad about this okay. movie. Okay, and then we'll get into it. We'll save the trivia as it happens. Okay, okay. So I I don't remember if I told this story when we did uh, the first one, but I never saw any of these movies as a kid ever. Okay, none of them. Um, I, I wasn't a horror guy. Didn't like horror movies. I was never into. Them. But when uh, my daughter was born. My wife was at the hospital and, you know, and, and she's got the baby and it's all good. And, and she's got to be there for a couple of days. Um, you know, she's born in October, late October. And I was told, well, you know, you can go home for a few hours and get some sleep and just kind of rest up and, you know, come back first thing in the morning. And I went home and I, you know, with the adrenaline and all that, I wasn't quite ready to sleep. So I turned it on like sci-fi or, or AMC or something like that. And they were literally playing all of these movies in a row. This movie was the one that started it. Um, hmm. Until two years ago, I had never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, well, there we go. But you had so, seen Dream Warriors. I had seen Dream Warriors. I had seen I had seen uh, three, four, and five all in a row that weekend. The one that I actually remember is the one with the comic book. That, five. That's five? Okay, so that's the terrible one that you and I really keep remembering um, it, that God willing will never watch for this wait, podcast. No, that that was four. The comic book was no. The comic book was five. Comic book's five. That's right. Can we just agree that we don't care? Uh, yeah, that's a gr okay. let's, let's agree to agree. <laughs> let's agree to does agree. Not the first ever agree to agree. We don't give a shit. <laughs> no, don't care. But, uh, with this one, I remember uh the same thing as you. This is my first introduction to Freddy, which is why. I think I was so like terribly disappointed with the first two movies because this one, he's a real monster. Like he's a real this demon in the movie. He's a presence. This, this is where he becomes the Freddy that everybody loved was this movie. I agree. And I totally agree with that. So um, things like I remember, I remember uh, you're right. The hyperdermic needle. Um, by the time I was old enough, you know, and I watched this, uh, the wizard master, uh, oh, not only, boy. not only do I associate with the wizard master, uh, there are some similarities and features, uh, from, from a teenage Paul that was there. Um, <laughs> I as well was able to, uh, walk in my dreams. I mean, I could walk regularly anyway, but uh, I, I kept that ability when I dreamt. So I kind of felt like I was really there with him, uh, through that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So. That's what I remember about this movie is, uh, you know, it's just when I first saw them, you know, just such an odd time um, mm. of that. So let's get into Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. It's a for you, kid. I'm the Wizard Master. And we uh, we start out with not words on the screen, but it's a quote. This it's time. a quote from from Edgar Allan Poe. 
Yeah. Is this, this is the first time these movies have done this, correct? Yeah. And, you know, actually, one thing before we jump in that I do want to talk about is that this movie had Craven come back as a producer. And you can really tell that Wes Craven, he, you, you, you can tell he was at the helm. Even if he didn't direct, you can really feel his influence throughout this movie. Uh, yes, yes, I would agree with that. Um, so what I found kind of interesting about this, the start of it is it's a little bit darker than normal. At least in the first couple ones, the first couple ones almost start out kind of like kiddish or kid-like, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. where this one kind of starts out a little bit darker and you have, uh, like this, this person, like she's, uh, at first I thought she was baking a terrible pie. Because you have like flour and water and all this stuff going in, and it's all yeah. Like... I was, I was. <laughs> did it seem like a like an extra long credit sequence? Because I thought the opening credits went on for a very long time. Ah, uh, it did, it did. Um, but again, I'm. Not... It makes a point though, because she's like doing this. What we find out, she's doing paper mache. Yeah, and she's crafting, and she's putting together like this, this, this house. I guess is what we end up finding out. Yes. And the only couple things that I really took away from this, you know, besides the baking, is uh, uh, an 80s staple that we did not talk, I don't think we've talked about, instant coffee, Greg. Yeah, I saw some Folgers product placement there, mixing it with Diet Coke. Well, what I love is she does the old Pop Rocks routine and just shoves a, a spoonful in her mouth and, and starts to and starts munching on it and then and then pops on the uh, the Diet Coke real quick. And then she yeah. just kind of gives it a little, uh, and I guess that's supposed to wake you up. I don't know. Um, I can tell you right now, watching this movie, I could have used them. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, uh, rather than mention it constantly, I'm going to say, uh, up front as, as well as the Craven thing, they needed to spend more money on their music. The music in this movie is not good. Well, it's it's synth heavy, but it's not synth heavy in the good way because it doesn't sound no. like a synth. It's like they clearly they clearly hired a guy with a synth and they were like, but don't make it sound like a synth. And it, it just it sounds bad. If you want to get right into the music, um, I was going to save it for the end, but I can tell you right now, the music in this movie is is god awful. Yeah, it, it's it's it never fits the scenes. Like no. like action scenes have like this real like slow heavy plotting music and then like the slow plotting ones have all like the heavy quick music like and i'm with you it's just terrible it's just bad music it's not even Which fun is, to listen to and it's such a weird thing for me to call attention to but like it, it, it really it was so bad that i that i had the need to explain how terrible it was to everyone else yeah. it really is not good no it's not um but anyway so going along patricia arquette and Lawrence Fishburne are in this movie. I I was gonna ask the question: Who had better guest stars or or like starting actors in their movies, Friday or or Freddie? But Freddie as like oh, Freddie has him. Freddie's going two to one at this point. I mean, Kevin Bacon, yeah. he's like the biggest. Kevin one Bacon's to come the out of only big person that I'm aware of to come out of Friday. I don't think anybody uh, else went on to do anything of any merit out of those movies. Uh, Corey Feldman. Who? Corey Feldman. Oh, I forgot. I always forget Corey Feld. That's right. Yeah, he's in the, the... Feld. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's in there. Yeah. So that's nah, still it's still. Uh, no, 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 it, no, no. This one started out with Johnny Depp. Uh, Heather Langenkamp does do other movies besides this yep. one. Uh, yep. You have Patricia Arquette, who was in two. 
Was anybody big from two? No. No. Um, but yeah, I, I know in, in later ones, um, I, I, there's just a bunch of them. So anyway, yeah. wow, we are, uh, can we just start this whole thing over? You want to just, uh, you just want to kill is, this, this one? Is, and... This is going to be a tough one. So here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to work my magic. You're the Segway King. I'm the chop it down to the bare minimum we need. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to do my best with names here. So Kristen is building a paper mache house. She falls asleep. Classic Freddy move. She's in her paper mache dollhouse. And then uh, Freddy's trying to get her. She wakes up. She's not really awake. She's still in her dream. She goes to wash her hands and Freddy cuts her wrist. The mom walks in. Mm -hmm. Of course, like all Freddy Krueger things, whatever's happening in your dream, a lot of times you're doing it to yourself. Like when it's convenient Mm -hmm. to the plot. Uh, When it's not convenient, it's not. So the rules kind of are very... uh, very I, flippy flop. I was I gonna I mention so that. So anyway, Kristen has uh, her her wrist is cut in the dream by Freddy Krueger. The mom walks in, she wakes up, and she has taken a razor blade and cut her wrist. Paul, yes. you and I know you're the mother, one hundred percent right. She says Kristen's trying to get attention, and she went across the street. Yeah, that's not attention. Up, not up the road, down the street. You want oh. to embrace uh, uh, em, embrace death's uh, cold embrace? That was a that. That was Mixing metaphors, it's, don't it, do it, kids. No, we're, we're, we're moving along. No, uh, can we <laughs> can we talk about this mother? Like, she bursts into Kristen's room because she's playing music to try and stay awake, and she's like, you need to quiet down. You're going to wake the neighbors. And then Kristen's like, well, but it's it's just loud in the house. And then you hear this guy go, and the mother's like, where's the bourbon? And the, mother, <laughs> and the mother's just like, oh, you don't interrupt mommy's get it on time, okay? Oh, mom has somehow conned a half-drunk man home, yes, yes. and she is sealing the we're, deal. We're, we're in agreement. That's that's just Friday Fred and Saturday Steve is tomorrow, right? Oh, no. The look on Patricia Arquette's face is like, we're doing this again, mom. I, I thought we had an Come agreement on. not on a school night. I could, I could just, I could just, you know, I could, I could stay awake all night. Uh, you pretend to read a book, um, while, while crushing pills into your, your whiskey glass. And, and we just pretend we have a working relationship. Uh, instead the mom is having none of that, uh, and and screams at her, puts her to bed, wakes up, cuts her wrist, immediately gets transported off to a, a, uh, some sort of mental institute, uh, as it were. Uh, for the uh, not the criminal insane, just the angry teenager. Ward. <laughs> this this part is glossed over because it's it's not like and and I'm actually glad they didn't put this in the movie because it really is unimportant. We just need to get her with all these other kids. But um, it's not like we saw her go to the hospital and then the people at the hospital were like, "You cut your wrist." Like, well, you know, is that how did that happen? And and then they get a weird story from Kristen, and then they're like, okay, we need to commit you for whatever the minimum state amount of days is or whatever. And then they're like, okay, we're going to send you over to this place. Like, they cut all that out, so it's just well, she's at this place for some reason. No, so they do kind of set that up because at the beginning, they, she has, like, the radio or the TV on or something like that, um, and they're talking about teenagers. A couple of them have killed themselves. A couple more have started, like, going, like insane and have oh, been committed okay, okay. So and i think she was just of one of another batch in there 
Um, but so it's it, it yeah, this, this, a, this is a a classic '80s teens in trouble movie, which yeah, is, is yeah. super common in the '80s. Yeah. So um, so she's there. Uh, she cuts Lawrence Fishburne, and then uh, uh, Heather Langenkamp, uh, whatever Nancy Nancy shows Nancy. up. I like the scene before this where the two doctors are talking, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, she's an intern, but she's she's really good. She has all these sleep studies." And the doctor's like, "You know what? I know it's best for these kids, and I don't want no smart aleck coming in telling me how to treat my kids." And I thought for a second, "Ah, so you're so you're on the Trump health care plan of of don't get the best health care for the kids. No, just do what I say for the shortest and cheapest amount I can, because he's right. he's supposed to be like." The guy that the kids could really rely on. He's in touch with us. But really, I think secretly he wants to do experiments. And later on we see the uh, the, the trick to fall or whatever it is. The the, the drug there. Hypnophil. Hip, hypno something or other. Whatever. Uh, he's all about it. He can't wait to give these kids a whole bunch of stuff. You know? And then. Yeah. So anyway, they show up. Yeah. And uh, you got all these kids. They're all in trouble. Oh, what are we going to do? They're just... all dreaming of the same guy. Yeah. Right. And um, Nancy, who, of course, knows what's going on because she's been through this before, uh, is is gaining their trust. And so we are slowly introduced. I, I always refer to this scene in every horror movie that was made, I would say, after, I don't know, maybe like 1985, as just the cattle call. Because viewers all know by now... Here's all the people they're introducing, and if they if they talk, they're going to get murdered later in the film, <laughs> and that's exactly what we do. We just go right down a hallway, and even the mute guy doesn't talk, but he's going to get killed. Um, oh. Well, almost everybody, every person, we're introduced to everybody, and it's like, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die, you're going to die. Is Lawrence Fishburne going to die? Eh, it's like 50-50. Um, yeah, you just go straight down. Well, what, I, liked, uh, I liked the kid Jason, uh, the mute kid. Did yes. you notice that when he's checking out the nurse, he has like a single tear drawn on his yes. face? And I wanted to ask, is this because he's a super big crybaby fan starring Johnny Depp or is or did he actually commit a murder? Uh yeah, I mean, I was always under the impression that that's the the jailhouse tear, like that means yeah, he killed a yeah, guy, yeah. but I kind of feel like with his personality though, he he's more of a a, a rockabilly kind of tear you know where he's just like oh I, i'm in the big house just just like crybaby was you know i kind of feel like that's that's where he it's was a, going it's with that. it's a question of the ages uh he'd have to be clairvoyant that movie didn't come out for another three years but it's possible greg they uh they walk in their dreams they live <laughs> <laughs> okay i feel like oh, fair i feel like this is the least concerning point of this movie at this point I would agree. So anyway, anyway, God. Nancy uh, arrives. She's she's the intern, and they're introducing her to everybody. So here are the people uh, that you can just don't don't even pay attention to the names. I'm going to say does not matter. You can just skip. So them. we've got uh, Philip. He's skip a sleepwalker. Them. You can skip. Kincaid. Them. We don't need him. He's, as far as I can tell, they just wrote the black guy because yes. he twice. Has no, <laughs> he has no personality he's no. just like uh how would uh you know make him just like uh tough but black but but tough like that like that's as far as that went because he has he's zero um zero personality in this movie um we have taryn uh-huh, she was a that. drug addict don't need that we have joey he's the mute guy who loves john waters films yep ah 
the uh, the name reciting scene. And you can forget every single one of these people because they're <laughs> all dead. So um, what we do learn, though, yes. is yes. Kristen uh, uh, is... Is she sedated or does she just fall asleep? It doesn't matter. She has a dream and we learn that she has the power to like pull people into her dreams and she pulls Nancy into her dream. Well, okay. So, so some of these scenes we do have to go through. I mean, we have to find something to talk about in this whole damn movie. Otherwise we can just go to the, was this rat? Um, the snake scene. Great this, scene. This whole scene was amazing. It's, it's put a great, together it's a great, well, you know. You talk about the budget for the music. There's no music for the budget. They had to pay a homeless guy who had a Casio on the corner of a, a on a corner in L.A. because they put all of their money in into these sets and these and all of these special effects. The special effects in this movie are like amazing. I have to assume the the executives, like we were talking about last week with Friday the 13th, were just sitting there going, <laughs> they spent how much? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It made how much money? No, seriously. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, that laughing was a nervous reaction. How, how, how much did they, did they spend on this? Because this is not, this is not cool. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's seven times what we, on, on okay. one room, actually, on one room. I um, can't hear you because you're a dead man. Um, so like Freddy's in my dreams. I've literally, I am, I'm literally going to kill you. I'm not, this, this is not hyperbole. I'm going, I'm going to, mur- I'm going to get up from this desk Yeah. and I'm going to choke you to death with, it's not our money, bare hands. but it's not our money. We, we, they spent more than us. That's what I'm, I'm saying. To, no, I'm, I am, I am beyond reason. My what? calm demeanor is, what is misleading? What if we send Jason to Manhattan on a riverboat, mm-hmm. right? Right. Riverboats are pretty solid, right? I mean, if you think about it. I'm thinking. I'm leaving. <laughs> and off, and off he goes. And off he goes. Um, so, so this 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 snake scene where she um the the thing that ties most of these dreams together, aside from Freddy, is they're always in the same like house. This like uh, which weird we, house. Which now, we is later it, find is out is Nancy's, Nancy's house. Yes, that's Nancy's original house. Which okay. I guess in the, there's two things and we can talk about it right now. So two things that like Friday the 13th, like you were talking about, probably takes place on a Saturday. That's neither here nor there. Nightmare on Elm Street, they kind of had to do the same thing in every one of these stupid movies. I remember this, like how the loose tying of these situations always worked. This is one of them because it's Nancy's house, which was on Elm Street, that I think in the in the fourth film is how he comes with whoever's there again. In this one, supposedly every one of these kids is a child of one of the parents. Yes. And I'm like, what kind of weird hippie commune were they all having where yeah. every one of these couples on this street had a child about the same age and no brothers or sisters. They're all single individual children. Um, Greg, I know you have siblings. I have siblings. I lived on a street. I mean, I guess every I... <laughs> person I knew in school had siblings. Had a sibling. I don't think I knew a a single kid who 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 came from a single child household till I was in like high school. More more importantly, if you lived on a street with other kids, what was the likelihood that you were gonna find eleven kids all your age or within a year? Almost impossible, right? Yeah. So it, how they tried to tie it to Elm Street was just, it's just poorly written. 
Um, and I mean, it 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 clearly shows that the the timelines in these movies do not. There's no way to tie them together, especially uh, after three, because they are all sequels. Like Nightmare on Elm Street Two is like the odd duck because it's like it takes place in the same house, but it's not. It, Freddy Krueger is there, but like it doesn't really fit in. The third one doesn't really fit into the first two very well. Oh, no, but no. But after three, it's like three, four, five. They all are right after each other. Uh, this one, it, I, I, I want to do Nightmare on Elm Street math. Um, the first movie came out in 1984. This one came out in 1987. Nancy says this is six years later. So they are actually three years in the future. Which is when Crybaby came out. Hence the eye. Yep. You got it. You got it. Win for the pollster. Win. I am. I am impressed. That's. Can we put in? Can we? Can we put in a golf clap or something? I'm. I will. I will. I'm very impressed. Uh, That's a win. You know what you can't win, Greg, is Dungeons and Dragons, and that's the next scene that we get to. Oh yeah, (laughs) I I I forgot. There's also a girl named Jennifer who wants to be an actress, and Will, who's a D and D nerd. Yeah. No. No. I segued. I was doing it. (laughs) So go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. Talk about who I'm going to assume your favorite character here. Will. The Wizard Master. He's my favorite character. The Um, Game Master. So, dinner scene. Uh, just You know what, Greg? Why don't we do this for once? Because this movie is so terrible and boring, and our podcast is suffering. Why don't we just, you and I go back and forth. We'll each start a new scene by a hard stop into the next scene. So I'm going to start with the dinner scene. There's a bucket of forks in the middle of the table. That is completely unsanitary. <laughs> I was I was so I was so disturbed by that. Just I was like <laughs> So you just show up to this restaurant and you're like, uh waiter, can I have a clean uh, yeah, uh, the folks are in the center of the table. Here at the old country buffet, <laughs> you will get your forks from a bucket. Yeah, we'll pass the savings on to you. <laughs> yes. Um. Yes. Seven ninety nine prime rib steak, but communal forks. Make sure yep. you wipe them off before you leave. Yeah, I mean, uh, Paul, I'm totally fine with us cutting right to the group therapy <laughs> session, to be honest with you. It, uh, it's, it's, no, we have well, a we lot can't. of scenes of Nancy trying to explain how she knows about Kruger and, and like what is going on and what's happening and how she believes she knows what's getting to these kids. And, and the doctor is slowly being won over so, by Nancy. So there's a couple things. Yeah, so the, the first thing, um, the kid. Uh, with the puppet, he, he gets his his veins pulled out, and he and he puppets up to the top of a tower. Um, the adults apparently are completely dead stupid because he went through a locked door. This and now, nobody this is even where asked you start to that get question. Floppy, where all of a sudden Freddy Krueger can manipulate reality. Yep, you know what I mean. Because yep. in in the first couple movies, it's like, well, he's you can only like he's you're asleep. And he can mess with you in the dream, and whatever he does to you in the dream, you will wake kill you up in real with. life. Yes. Yeah. Well, when you wake up, kind of like that opening scene with Kristen, um, you know, she cut herself, but even yeah. in the first movie with Nancy and stuff like that, when she woke up with cuts or burns or whatever, he did it in the dream world, but her body suffered when she came out of it. This is yeah. one where he, you're right, he's actually manipulating the kid through the scene. I, I just didn't like it. I mean, I'm even willing to forgive in the first movie. You have him. He fashions the sheet in the jail cell into a noose. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. kid, like, hangs himself. And, like, Freddy is doing that. It's not the kid. But to have a person just, like, 
<laughs> like phased through a locked door. <laughs> I'm kind of like, wow. what's going on? Also, this this uh, is a problem with the new It film. I've always had a problem with this with uh, Freddy uh, films. Uh, he wants spoilers, to kill kids. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Why doesn't he kill them? Because it's not he as much He has ample fun. opportunity to kill these kids. He is 100% in control. Okay, 98% in control at all times. I, Just kill him. I don't... I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen the new It. I saw the original. Every... Honestly, Greg, this is every horror movie, right? It, it With Freddy, Freddy killed kids. I always have to believe this is what he did. He... Like, I honestly believe Freddy Krueger would, like, play shoots and ladders with kids. Um, you know, Wally had them tied up to a chair. Um, I, we'll get a little gruesome, why not? Uh, you know, plucking their eyeball, eyeballs out slowly, but he always had one hand so that they could always do the pop it. You know, because that, that's important. That's, that's not shoots and ladders, dude. That's trouble. Do, do you want to... Is this really where we want to... <laughs> We I'm, I'm drawing the line, man. We really it's trouble to... with the problematic bubble, gonna... and I will not have it any hey, other hey, way. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? You spent a long time convincing me to come back to this podcast after last <laughs> week. Okay? Are we going to are we gonna start this again? Because you know what? <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> Sorry. I am a Sorry strong... is played with cards. <laughs> I am a strong... Monopoly is played with dice. I am a strong... Shoots and Ladders, I believe, is played with a spinner. Is that is that normally right? I don't... I'm going to say that's right. <laughs> yes, it is. It's insane. Yeah, it's yeah, right. So, uh, no, you're doing you're doing the one from life. Are we are we it doing ticks when you spin it? Are we doing this again? Yeah. I, well, look. No, no, no. I know my games. Really, really. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do. I know my games. <laughs> Bib Bibbs believes you and I got into physical fights in previous episodes. Well, not since you moved never to California. Never came to physical <laughs> fights. In fact, we've never even had real a real good blowout. But no, I mean, we haven't. No. There will Although, come a day. You keep, you keep shitting on my on my board game game. <laughs> oh. Do you want to talk about board games for the next 20 minutes? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Board Monopoly. Games, let's do it. Monopoly. Uh, no, uh, better yet, let's do something even better. Let's actually play Settlers of Catan. Okay. So people can watch uh, us play it. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I need some bricks. Do you want to trade bricks uh, or, uh, for some sheep? Oh, you know what? I really need some wheat. I need some wheat. If you wheat, got some wheat. I'll give you some wheat uh, yeah. if you promise next time you get the robber to not put him on anything that's going to mess me up. Okay, but just one, just once. Deal. Uh, okay. That, that sounds Deal. good. <laughs> yes. We could, I, I, I will give a shout out to a podcast that no longer exists. If you like old, weird board games, check out Flip the Table because Are they... that is an amazing podcast. They're done? They, they don't do it anymore. They have, they have finished it, but it's Aww. it's kind of like what you and I do with movies where yeah. they would subject yep. themselves to these old, like out of print, weird games. It was Oh, wow. I yeah, I actually like that podcast. I haven't. That podcast was amazing. I, I, didn't, want, I didn't listen I to a lot of it, lot. but yeah. Oh, that's too bad. So anyway, getting back to this gem of a film, basically, yeah, the first guy, uh, he pretends he's a puppet and he like jumps off yeah, this yeah. watchtower, bell tower, I guess. Yeah, whatever. And he dies. And then everyone's like, oh, it was a suicide. No one is wondering how he got through a locked door. No, like, I no. feel like that should have been a way bigger sticking point. Yeah, I I'm with you. The next thing we I have. I also love that in group therapy, first of all, I am convinced in the group therapy room, there is a curse or a cursed item in that room because nobody can start talking in that room without first uttering the sentence, real talk in this room. 
Every, even at the end, when they're like running for their lives, they bust into that room and they're like, real talk in this room. I was like, what? why at this point well, be, do we need to remind everyone real talk only? Well, because Greg, weird's going on. Because there. that's why Jason is a mute. He went into that room one too many times with fake talk and they were having none of it. His uh, tongue and, came and, out. And they ah. cut his tongue right out. Exactly. All right. All right. Anyway. So, getting, before, I know you want to get to I group will... therapy, but there's actually another death. <laughs> there's actually one more death before we get to the group therapy scene for the first okay, time. Okay, okay. Wait, and no, who? Jennifer. The, the, no, the, no, no, the no, 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 no. Jennifer's in a group therapy session beforehand, right? Uh, yeah, she is. She is, because Kincaid makes fun of her for wanting to be an actress. Um, No, no. Anyway, no, 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 no. She's not. She's dead first, and I'll tell you why. Because the first group therapy is where uh, Joey gets kidnapped. No, man. They Are you just talking about general? Oh, you're just talking about a general group therapy. I thought you were talking about the one where they go into the dream. I thought no, you were no, skipping no, no, like no, no, 40 no. minutes the, the of the actual movie. therapies, not the, not no. the dream therapy. Ah, I don't give a shit about this. By the way, well, well, I'm going to be beeping this, is, this episode no, a lot because I am so this angry is at this important. <laughs> this is important because Philip. Now, look, it sounds like it, I get the feeling you can tell me if I'm wrong. I get the feeling that these kids have been there for a while. They all know each other. They kind of like they've got their cliques. They, you know, some of the kids really don't like each other. They've clearly been there a while. Yeah, yeah I would Phillip agree. Philip has, as far as they can tell, jumped off a, a uh, jumped off a bell tower and died. Everyone watched this happen. By the way, yeah, it's an important. Detail. They called everybody. They all to watch. they all straight up because they're all yelling at him to try to wake him up. And yeah, it yeah. Work. And they go, it wasn't like the, so therapy session with the doctor, and they go, it wasn't him. It. It was the man. It was, you know, the man with the hat, you know? Not to be confused with the man with the yellow hat from Curious George. Although Different he monster. was probably so, a serial killer as well. What what they say is, it was him. And the doctor immediately goes, no, he committed suicide. He quit. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe we don't start immediately shitting on the guy who you think committed suicide. <laughs> just... Throwing it no, out no, no. there. Maybe don't immediately go, hey, Greg, your friend, he was a coward. Look at him. He jumped off a bell tower. Greg, Greg, like, they're, in the, they're, in the, they're in the therapy room. Real talk only. I, and maybe that's how that man felt, and he had to, they cast the real talk spell. He had to real talk. No, do you think he went in there? He's like, okay, I really gotta, I gotta, I really gotta help these kids. I need to, I just need to get them to cope. I need them to understand that, that Philip was in a dark place and he was trying really hard and, and we're all sleep deprived. And, and he was just trying to just really, really just understand himself. And we need to grow and learn from this experience. And then he walked in the room and he sat down and he was like, so that loser who jumped off a bell tower. Oh God. Oh, oh, that was the wrong thing to say. I always cast zone of truth. God <laughs> damn it. No, that's Jason in the corner. <laughs> zone I of the truth. wizard. <laughs> I'm the wizard master. I rolled a 20 for my detect evil. Guys, we uh, we blew all our money on a uh, cool snake effect. We cannot secure the actual rights to Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, um, we yes. can't. We couldn't even get the rights to mazes we, and monsters, we, which is uh, shocking we, because it's 1987. Have they have no money, else, guys. They're they're three years away from selling out to Wizards of the Coast <laughs> or TSR. It's still it's still it's still TSR. <laughs> it's, it's like. Like TSR is like, oh, hey, 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 we're we're big shots. What do you what do you want us in your big budget movie? That's gonna be that's gonna be forty dollars. I like to think they called up 
Gary Gygax, personally, because yes. you know he didn't have a secretary. He took his own calls. Yes, this is Gary Gygax. And they said, Mr. Gygax, we'd like to use your 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 um, uh-huh. your fantasy role-play gaming system, Dungeons & Dragons, in a movie. Uh-huh. What do you think? Um, and if you listen very closely to the audio in that call, you can clearly hear a die being rolled. <laughs> and he says, gonna have to say no. Hold on. Well, not, you know. That's I'm I am I am convinced that is exactly what happened. Oh oh, there we go. Miner in the closet. I wasn't going to stop long enough to actually walk <laughs> over there and get my giant bag of dice. Greg, Greg, you know me. I'm just going to sound effect that in later. <laughs> Perfect. Oh man. But anyway, so, anyway, anyway. So he kills uh, Jennifer so, next. I just wanted to point that out. He kills that, Jennifer. That, that, they. <laughs> I told you, we're just their way no, to, hard to, cut to, to the next scene. Hard cut to the next scene. Not even a, man, a child who committed suicide. A hard cut to the next scene. He kills Jennifer with a TV. Nobody asks, how did she get two feet off the ground and shove her yes. head into a television? What did they she, call like, it suicide the, again. She'd take like a running start. <laughs> like, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> she, she, did, she, she did a fucking Dorothy Hamill into the TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Look, just... and as 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 children of the eighties, I'm sure you and I have had our fair share of roughhousing a little too close yeah. to a TV. Oh yeah, and getting your cranium whacked into it. Those you, old they tubes don't, could take some they damage. They don't break. They don't break. I didn't look up the tensile strength of a TV to skull like I did last oh, week, but that been good. I'm gonna guess it's pretty high. Again, yeah, she didn't. There's no trampoline. There's no. There's no. Uh, there's no. Uh, gymnastics horse there that she took a running leap from and, but they just they call uh lawrence fishburne no she, she she took her own life did she did she lawrence really because here's how i feel this scene plays out <laughs> the you know detective uh you know uh Sipowitz shows up and he's like mm-hmm 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 what do you think in there uh detective uh still going with suicide so so su- suicide well well, we actually suicide. Well, we found some some fingerprints that don't match the victim over here, mm-hmm. and uh, and we found some electronic bits uh, actually above the television uh, that are, aren't a part of the TV itself. Right, right. And we were just maybe wondering if you were just if that makes any sense to you. Uh, have you? I'm 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 gonna go out on my out on a limb here. I'm a detective. I'm just we're in a safe space here. There's no wrong answers. Mm-hmm murder that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking maybe maybe, look i have kids every so often your kid won't shut up about wanting like you know a brand new car and then you buy them the car but it's the wrong color and they're standing in front of the tv and they're yelling at you and you're out of scotch and you're trying to quit cigarettes for like the seventh or eighth time and maybe you want to just take that kid and slam his face right into the tv and just you know shut him up for a little while just just hype in a hypothetical world what do you, what do you think about that, uh, uh, Larry Fishburne? I'm gonna guess you should take your pants off and walk in a moonlight hallway for the viewers, uh, because you just you went a little too far there, Dennis Franz. That was a very good pull. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, now I'll say the N word, <laughs> and it'll be all over television. <laughs> No, wasn't the didn't they say a hole? Wasn't that their big? No, no, no. He called the black man the n word on TV. I remember that. That was a really? big episode. Of oh, that the must episode. have been after the first season because I did not watch after the first season. I it, I, 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 it was, I was a I was a Crusoe or Die fan. 
Yeah, I, I feel like most people were. I feel like, I mean, I love I love Jimmy Smith's to death, but I feel like when he came on the show, a lot of people bailed. Yeah, he was better because, in Dexter. Right, he, he came in when Caruso left. If I'm yeah, Caruso mistaken. was only there for one season. Jimmy Smith's was there oh, yeah. for like the next eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That show was on forever. Yeah. Man. All right, let's watch every so episode of NYPD Freddy Blue. Freddie says, welcome we'll, to prime we'll time, bitch. Uh, a very classic line. I thought it was very funny. And then... Yeah, this, this is the movie where... You can really tell how well they parodied him, how well they parodied Freddy Krueger in Rick and Morty with Scary Terry, where like all the kills in this are like very ironic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says "bitch" way more than I remember as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, and 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 to those of you who have not seen Rick and Morty, uh, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. There's a there's an episode where they go, and it's he's supposed to be Freddy Krueger, and he's in class being tutored for like if you're chasing someone through a pumpkin patch and you were to kill them, what would be an appropriate pun? Like it's oh man, yeah. it's solid, solid, solid. And this, it's like that in spades. Every kill is like super ironic. Well, like you said, though, I think the in the context of this series, the first one is the first premise and it's not executed well, but no. it's a good premise. The second one, you, you know, again, we talk about the cash grab. The first one, made, oh, yeah. first one made way, way more money than they expected for the amount of money they put into it. Let's hurry up and burn out another one. It was bad. Then they made this one, and you could just tell, I, I almost feel like this is the movie they wanted to make the whole time. So when you talk mm. about like the ironic deaths and, and, and the funny parts about, this is what I remember. This is the Freddy that I remember, not arms extending weird crap. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But this stuff, which I I thought the ironic deaths are kind of funny. The first kid was puppeted to death because he plays with puppets. That's not a euphemism. He plays with actual puppets. No, that's that he literally plays with puppets. Uh, a, she wanted to be a TV statement. actress, so he pushes her into the TV. I thought that was very funny. Um, and then uh, we keep going, and eventually they have... I just want to get to the scene, because honestly, they, they have another group therapy where they're all going to go to sleep together. Um, the doctor is kind of on board with this now, because um, he doesn't yes. know what else to do. They all fall asleep. Honestly, I really... In all of these movies, I think they do a very clever job of making you think that they're still awake when they fell asleep. Um, I think it comes across very believable each time. And this is a good example of that, where they think they're not. And then we start to see everybody has these powers. Uh, Kristen, apparently she could have pole vaulted into the television. Um, Jennifer I couldn't. Do, I do love when everyone's like, well, you know, now that you're in your dream... You know, you have these like dream powers, just like you would in any dream. Like, and so you know, Kincaid is like super strong, and uh, one of the um, what is it? The girl, like the junkie, just looks like she's a reject from Susie and the Banshees because she's got like a big mohawk. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Switch. Were they butterfly knives? They were supposed to be. They I don't was, think they were. No, I think they were she was to be. dual fisting switchblades, my friend. Those Double rad. Okay. Um, uh, the, the game master, of course, is a wizard <laughs> and a lame one at that. Let me tell you, bro. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, Kristen, her special ability is gymnastics. Yep. Yep. Greg, I have a question to posit to you. I don't know if we've done this, but let's do it again. What the hell? You're okay. in a dream. You know, you're in a dream. You can control yeah. everything around you. 
what is Greg's special power? Ooh, to not feel crushing regret every second of every day. Well, it, ha- mine. it actually has to be a physical personification of an ability, such as invisibility or x-ray vision. Wait, so my, my answer is not right. It's different. I'm asking you to choose again. Uh, um... To have a podcast that makes money? You think very Does that work? You think very small. I mean, when I say money, I mean like million. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. At least two. <laughs> at least two? Two at million? Two, uh, millions by definition. Two it's millions. At least two. At least two million. Per episode or per per month, per year? Yeah, per, per episode. I like per episode. Per episode. Okay, so we're Seinfeld last season money. Million and a, I, million I want person. I want people that when they go it's Seinfeld money they go oh you got you you, you got like this was rad money like that's <laughs> I want to be the one that they that they use as like the funny joke you know that's me yeah oh someone over here's got this was rad money look at this guy look at look this at, guy. look at big spender over yeah, here yeah 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 uh, no no the proper answer is all the powers why why limit yourself to just one Ooh. it's just stupid you're in a goddamn dream. I have it, all of the powers. I am everything. Yeah. I am all the things. I have all the... I. You know what my one ability would be? The ability to kill Freddy. That's what I would dream myself to have. Why does nobody dream that? <laughs> how, come, how come none of the kids is like, oh, I am invulnerable to all attacks? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. And, and I have should this... have figured that out about four deaths ago. <laughs> and, that's a good one. And guess what I have? Special horror... Dream killer knife. <laughs> it's amazing, really. I've only got the one, but I can never lose it because it is my hand. <laughs> Nobody thinks yep. that way. Everyone's nope. just one guy. Ah, oh, I'm really strong, so I can bend a chair, and then he gets chastised for it. Yes. <laughs> Cut that like, out. Don't Tony. do that. That's weird. We're in a dream, dude. Relax. <laughs> it's not like it's not like he turned around and started raping people. It's like he just bent a chair. Like yeah, settle yeah. down. Dis- yeah, he's because because he says he says like that's that's disconcerting, and I'm like it wasn't like he's like oh look I can like rip my eyeballs. <laughs> like, he didn't like do something like biz- like oh right. check this out like I can like dislocate my jaw and like pull my heart out like he would, he just bend a chair, buddy. It's, right. I don't know. Whatever. It, it doesn't even come out of your budget. It's a dream. So right. <laughs> so so anyway, anyway, this is where they figure it out. Oh, we can all be yeah. superpowers in their dreams. And, and, but not uh, uh, but Joey, you know it. Uh Joey gets pulled away, silent guy who's been kind of eyeballing the nurse there. Um he gets pulled away even after the tongues come out. Still hot? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um until until <laughs> it's Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, clearly I'm okay Freddy Krueger. No, but until it's Krueger you're like, eh, it's still more sex than I'd get in real life. Well, I mean, especially, yeah, when you're a teenager and um, your hormones are going nuts and you're in like a mental institution. Like, right. You got it. You know, your your pickings are slim. Look at um, listen, his best shot is a square who lives over on the other side of town um, who, who who he needs to convince through song and dance to his way of life. I mean, it's his only shot. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and so uh, uh, the nurse lulls him over to the bed, and she's all like, "Hey, I got a secret. I think you are super sexy." And strips naked, almost yep. naked. She's topless, not not. Bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uses her tongue to like wrap him to the bed, like tie him to the bed. Yeah. And then of course it's actually Freddy Krueger, and all the kids are like, "Whoa, wait a minute! We're, we we lost Will. Where did he go?" 
and this is what uh, they get woken out of the dream from. Uh, he, Jason's gone. They don't know where he's gone. Um, Nurse Ratchet there comes in, and she's all, ah, you're ruining the, these kids, blah, blah, well, cause, blah. Because yeah, cause now the, the, the guy who got captured by Freddy is in a coma. Yes. So he, yes. I'm he sorry, yes, he's in a coma. Yes. So Nancy and the doctor, they get kicked out of the clinic, whatever. He follow, he's been seeing this nun throughout the Wait. movie. I am fine with you explaining what this is and not mentioning it again because I do not think I'm, this helps the film in the least. It, so what happens is he follows this nun up into the tower and then he finds out that, I guess what, 30, however old, however old Freddy was when he died, right? Whatever time that was. There was a woman that was locked in uh, this mental institute with the worst of the criminally insane. And I'm like, do do we really say things like that even in the 40s? <laughs> I, I guess that was still a thing. And and she locked, she got locked in. She was raped hundreds of times, got pregnant, and the nun says, and I quote, she carried the child of a hundred rapes. Now, that's a lot of DNA mixing around in Freddy. Do you think the criminals at one point were like, no, 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 it's my baby. No, it's my baby. No, no, no I'll, I will shank I, you. I, I would love a, a sort of uh, Maury Povich episode. Yes! You are not the father. Yes! Uh, that, that would be pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, yes, but, it's all, but it all takes place at San Quentin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And the the guys are all crazy. Like, yeah. I think you could you could do something there. All right. All right. So but next. yeah. So basically, he keeps seeing this nun over and over again. It's and that's pointless. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I no, no, do that's not it. Care that's it. That's all it is about this at all. Uh, it it they tr they try to explain Freddy's origin, which I think is completely unneeded. It doesn't matter why he's a child nope. killer. Let alone the best, this. The best origin is he was a killer and now he's killing kids in that's his dream. It. Like, that's, that's it. it. That's all I need. That's all you needed. It didn't need anything else okay no. but what they find out uh she tells them is you need to find uh the body the original body and buried it on hollow ground now greg you and i both know the winchesters would of course find the body uh and salt and burn the bones that's the proper way to get rid of a demon um or uh actually with a demon you probably want the first blade also very good. You can make a deal with Crowley at one of the crossroads. Also helpful. Um, I mean, all, at the very least, uh, Nerdalinger over there would have had to dream himself as a, what, fourth or fifth level cleric and cast Consecrate? Uh, right? Yes, Consecrate. Yep. Yeah. By the way, so, thank you. My notes, they need a fifth level wizard. Fifth level wizard. <laughs> Come on, guys. I can purify food and drink. It's great. Okay, well... Uh, how much XP do you need to cast Consecrate? Guys, I can't cast it. I need a pearl that is at least 25 gold pieces in value. Oh, God. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go down to the gift shop and see if they have something. But, you know, you know, Jason, I'm really just... I really need you to, like, focus here, okay? Now, uh, did you do your morning prayers? Because if you don't have the spell slot, you know you can't cast it. No, Yeah, that's the problem. I know it, but I didn't, I didn't prepare it. So, uh, we're going to have to go back can to sleep you... for eight hours, well, and your... then I can change my spells, well, and I can pray. Oh, well, who's your god? What, what, what is his, what is his, his, uh, 
his domain. Maybe you could drop it for. Uh, I for wrote one. down. I wrote down Aladamara, but I want to change it to Cord, the god of battle and victory. Okay, but with three le- with three levels into the adventure, you've just gotten the 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 map to the dungeon. You can't change your god now. But I was, oh no, I no, I wanted Saint Cuthbert. He has he does he's a no nonsense god, and he his uh he sometimes takes the the avatar of a giant warhammer. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. But we're gonna have to give you a guise that you have to kill the dream demon. Okay. And uh, nerds, I I I know to actually cast consecrate. I need a vial of holy water and twenty five gold pieces worth of silver dust. Please do not at me that it was the pearl that was crushed up. I I, I know it's different. No, I'd actually like to hear other people's opinions on this because you may be looking at third uh, or three point five level rules. You would want to look at consecrate in the uh, nineteen eighty seven edition of Advanced oh, Dungeons and Dragons. You're right. It, it would have to be AD and D rules. Exactly. Oh man. Right. Wait, was that was <laughs> so they go and they find the bones in a car. <laughs> yes, I'm willing to skip a ton of this freaking movie. So yeah, um, no, I'm down, I'm down. So, so Nancy's dad, who, who comes I back, actually was happy to see back. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, he and, comes um, back. He and the doctor go to find Freddy's bones. All the other people are going to dream together and try to kill Freddy. And both of these are going on. Concurrent. Can we? Uh, Am I wrong in the first film? Didn't they say they threw him in the furnace? That's why. That's what I thought. Apparently, glove was in somebody there? went back and... We'll talk about a hell of a retcon on this. I mean, so instead, I guess they burned him in there, but then took the corpse out and put it in the trunk of a Cadillac in, in some salvage yard. It doesn't make sense. And no, it makes no sense. And stupider is they go into the dream realm. They're trying to fight Freddy. On the, in the living world, the bones come back to life, and I did not like that. I hated that. I thought it was terrible. Um, they kill. He kills the father, and for a moment, I I like this scene, but it's also a very tragic scene. in In the dream realm, Nancy sees her father almost come in like an angelic scene with like you know with like sparklies, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's it's all done, pumpkin." You know, we, we got him. And she's like, oh, daddy. And all I could think is, why are you still in the dream realm? And then, because we know Nancy dies at the end, she never actually finds out if her father is alive or dead. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she never knows. That's it. Uh, anyway, a- anyway, they, they fight Freddy in the dream. There's a whole bunch of different sequences back and forth. Um, this is where we get to, uh, the punk girl. Um, Freddy turns his hands into hypodermic needles. Uh, this is, this is, this is the classic. We've set them up and now we're knocking them down. So yes. it's time to knock off all the characters that we didn't bother caring about. Right. So Jason, the game master goes first. He's killed by a, a, a mechanical wheelchair. Well, no, 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 no. He's hit by wheelchair. He actually goes on a real lame way. Freddy just picks him up and stabs oh, him yes, with, yes, his, yes. with his knife You're right. hand. You're right. The girl, Tyrion, he fi- uh, he gets her into like an alleyway. He kills her with hypodermic needles. Uh, in Australia, they banned this movie for three years because that was a drug reference. And they didn't think that that was appropriate for viewing audiences. Not the boobs, not the blood, the gore, the giant death snake that tries to eat a girl. Also fine. Or the fact that he's, uh, or the talk of a woman raped by a hundred mad criminals. Nope. Also fine. Also fine. No drugs. Finger needles. 
finger needles. That's what we wanted to see on the board, Alex. I'm sorry, you lost. <laughs> I I wish we could do good Australian accents, but we are not going to do that. What are you? Um, I can do an Australian accent. You just got to lit your face, your voice at the end. Like every time you speak, you're asking a question. I was I was always told it's one part British, two parts the sun is in your face <laughs> and you're squinting. So do you, do you know who Jim Jeffries is? What? Jim Jeffries. Do you know who that is? It's a comic. I think, yeah, it's no, he does, he does like a ton time, of right? impressions right in a row of all the different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think, I think that's yeah. him. Um, so he, he's an Australian comic and he was on the radio all the time and he's the one who, who came up with that. He goes, oh no, if you want to, if you want to do a good Australian accent, what you got to do is every time you do it, you just, at the end, you just lilt your voice like everything's a question. So I'd <laughs> like to go to the movies. I'd like to get some beans. Freddy is a bad influence on our children. It's not bad. <laughs> so that's, that's how you... That's how you used to do it. By the way, uh, trivia, uh, Young Paul. So I do a lot of the voices, accents. I try and get them all in because I like doing them. First one I ever did for my brother's Australian accent. Oh, yeah. Was it, was it a Crocodile Dundee? Like, that's not a nice I, I believe it was a Crocodile Dundee, yeah. which that's what I've been saving it for, really, is for, for that movie. You've been saving, saving it up for, <laughs> yeah, for that cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, for that gem of a, of a Hollywood hit. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Nancy dies. Freddie dies. Movie's over. Greg, what did you think? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because I wanted to point out one thing. If you insist, All please of a sudden, do. the way to kill Freddie in real life is like vampire rules with like <laughs> holy water and a crucifix. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, it's fine. Okay. So. Well, he yes, hollow- he'd hollow- he's over. He's hollowing the bones, not the ground. That's my problem. I get. Okay. I, yeah. That's my problem. Uh, anyway, so whatever. It's it's Nancy's dead. Nancy's dad is dead. Uh, Kincaid, Kristen, and I believe uh, who's the who's the Jason uh, the wizard. Joey is the guy who can't speak. Right? They're Joey all is the still one alive. Been... Yeah, yeah. That's because in the last scene, I I will say I actually liked the restraint that they had, where at the very end you see the doctor asleep. And he's got the uh, he's got a statue that Nancy had talked about earlier in the movie next to yeah, his yeah. and the dollhouse and just like a little light turns on in the dollhouse and it goes to black. They didn't have like some stupid thing like grab him through a window. It's not a real overt scare. It's just a real nice, simple little. Oh, okay, it's not really over. Like I well, like that. Okay, after the four previous endings, I guess that was a good one to end on. So, um, who who went? I I went first, right? It's almost always you, just because of the way I, you know, because I babble on at the beginning. So okay, yeah, so it's so so. What did what did you think, Paul? I want I want to hear your, I want you, to, I want to really hear what you thought about this. Say the words. Say, Let's hear it. Say the words. I need to be prompted like a like a proper. Okay. Okay, it's fair. <clears throat> I'll do a little. Uh, all right, here we go. A little little whiplash action. I'm gonna cue you in, Paul. Here we go. Paul, was this film read? No, worst movie I've seen in decades. No, no, no. <laughs> is it is it rad? It's not. I'm gonna say. Uh, I hope you haven't seen Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. I have. That is also also terrible. Yeah. Um, no, it was not rad, and I and I'm sorry to disappoint. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so so here's the reason, Greg. I think this movie is it's well written. It's everything that that Jason Three wasn't. It's well written. The special effects are amazing. This, I think, the scares. What they're trying to do with the special effects are really good. The problem for this movie is it drags on in so many places. 
that you just, by the time it gets to certain things, I just don't care. We talked about at the, at the beginning, the music and just how, like, how off it was for the scenes. I'll give you a, a good example. We didn't even talk about it. Um, when they go into the dream realm to save Joey, there's like this fight scene between Kincaid and Freddy. And they're just kind of, you know, they're battling it out. But the music is so, like, low and monotone and just droning that it's not even exciting. I was kind of like, oh, God, just drop the kid and get out of the dream. I'm done with you all. Um, it's not rad just because it's boring. It's not a bad film. It's very well made. It's the best Freddy movie we've seen. But it's just boring. I, I just didn't enjoy watching this movie. Uh, Greg, what about you? Was this film rad? No. No surprise. No. I will say uh, uh, Collider actually released today a ranking of all Nightmare on Elm Street films. Mm -hmm. I, I will post this to the, the Facebook page if I remember. And they ranked them. The only ones I cared about were how they ranked uh, this one and the first one. And I would agree. The first one is always going to take best. Because just because it's so original, it kicked off the series. It's a pretty scary movie. It's not bad. I believe you and I both said it was not a rad film, which I would stand uh, by. No, 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 but it's it's as far as eighties horror movies go, it's pretty good. This one is easily the best. I would say like Nightmare on Elm Street movie that exists. It is exactly it. It set the ground rules for everything after it. This this is where you see Freddy at his kind of Freddiest without becoming kind of like a joke of himself like he becomes in the later films. Yeah. This is where you have the kids are able to fight back. You have all this stuff. It it is definitely it 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 not only took the content that existed, it added to it, played with it and I think made made the series stronger. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 good in that way, but I'm with you. I just this movie was hard to get through. It was real hard to get through, and it was not rad. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I, I agree with all of that. I mean, as far as, like, the series goes, I, I would put A New Nightmare above both of those. I think A New Nightmare is actually a really good movie. I, 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 I have seen yes, that is. in the last five years, and it's great. I think it's still really good. This, that one, I think, I think that one was the third-ranked film. Yeah. I believe um, I, I believe it went I went it went this one then New Nightmare right after as as number three. Yeah, I, I would put it above this one. I, I like I said, it's not. God, man, honestly, it is a very well made movie. It's not even a bad. It, it it's just boring. All these characters are just I, useless. I will say the one thing that you and I did not say, and I'm very curious if you'll agree with me on this one. I don't know what is going on with Nancy. She's terrible in this movie. I it she it so feels like she was forced into this movie um so heather langdenkamp the reason she dies at the end it she did not want to come back she didn't want to do these movies anymore because she kind of saw what happened with jamie lee curtis jamie lee curtis did the first two she they kept bugging her to come back a couple other um movies that you know series that came out she just didn't want to keep doing that she she said nope this i'm supposed to be a serious actress um, the problem is, is they offered her so much money because they just made so much. I, I'll say that Fred, who, the guys, uh, New Line Cinema, who made no, uh, who made the Freddy ones? New Line was it? New Line it's as well. Line. They were if banking. If, if if it wasn't New Line, New Line owns them now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just assumed um, it was always. They New were Line. banking so much off of those movies, they put zero into the next series. This one, they kept funneling money into this. 
but it just it just doesn't work anyway let's just finish this up we say thank you as always to mr bibbs you are a constant patron thank you so much for being uh, a loyal listener you are uh are in our chat as always on the live stream i am not sorry uh, that i cost you thousands of dollars uh, on bets um if you had seen this movie before uh, listening you'd also agree um you deserve to to have lost that money um Thank you as always for that. Um, if you'd like to become a patron of our uh, of our, uh, this this stunning podcast with uh, that you just heard, uh, you can go to this was rad dot pod slash this was rad dot There it is. Hit the become a uh, patron link. You can get find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we live stream uh, every hopefully Tuesday or Wednesday night on YouTube. Uh, this rad live stream. You can find us on uh, YouTube. Subscribe there if you'd like to to get notifications and updates when we're streaming and and when we're active. Uh, and that's about it. Anything from you, Greg? No, man. Just uh, just doing what I always do. I don't have anything exciting this time. I wish I did, like a new podcast or something. But uh, um, just hit us up on social media: Facebook, Twitter. Um, leave us a review on iTunes if you'd be so kind. And uh, yeah. Um. I will, uh, because they promoted us, I will promote Cadavercast. Um, oh, they're always great. By the time this comes out, uh, they would have released their Friday the 13th uh, special. Um, I don't know if they're watching the movie or if they're doing something else. They just kind of teased it, uh, I saw today. So uh, that'll come out on Friday the 13th. So check them out. Go back and listen to whatever they put out. It is always fantastic. And uh, and that's about it. Uh, Greg, our next illustrious horror film. Uh, it's one that I, I think is, uh, I really hope that this one holds up. Uh, usually I don't have too much skin in the game when it comes to these things. Uh, but the next movie is An American Werewolf in London. I am very much looking forward to this movie because I only ever saw it on sci-fi and I thought it was very weird and goofy. And I know for a fact, like there are, number one, there are whole scenes that are cut out. Uh, number two, it was uh recut for tv to make it Mm. a little bit more palatable on television so yeah i'm interested to see the original which if you want to watch it along with us before that it is currently on amazon prime um you can watch it there so and uh since you saw it on sci-fi you'll get to see some uh brand new nudity from the 80s so that'll be fun yeah good new new nudity yeah, which is actually old nudity. All those actresses are probably. But it's very new old. to you. Oh, oh, okay. So it's like a used car dealership. <gasps> we should do Val Kilmer's used cars. Not Val Kilmer. Uh, who is the guy from Soldier? Oh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's used cars. You ever seen that movie? No, I've never even heard of it. That is a terrible, terribly funny movie. It's uh, used cars, 1980. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yep, I'm Paul. I'm Greg. We're sorry.
Podtron. This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.